You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hall deflects it. Crowded at Bridges. Bridges up inside. Blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a recovery. This is reminiscent of LeBron James in Cleveland against Golden State. What an effort. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Joe's here on a Thursday getting you set for game number two. Game number two, the Suns, the heavy, heavy favorite in the series after taking a 1-0 advantage. Minus 290 on points bet. Uh, Milwaukee, the dog at plus 230 for tonight, Joe G. The line is five and a half. So it was interesting in game one. It was hanging around six, six and a half. Giannis News comes out, dips down to four and a half. And Giannis played the entire game. Looked pretty good. Didn't quite look like Giannis, but uh, given the circumstances, looked pretty good. And this line's higher. It's up to five and a half. Uh, the Bucks are plus 180 on the money line, and the total stays exactly the same. We're at 219 and a half. Uh, that was the number in game one, and it went over only by three and a half points. Finals MVP, of course, Chris Paul is the favorite at minus 130. If you can find Chris Paul at plus money anywhere, I would bet that if you believe the Suns are going to win the title. I think it's wild that Chris Paul is minus 130 some places or close to even money. And the Suns are such heavy favorites because I, I just don't envision a scenario in which uh, the Suns win the title and Chris Paul is not the MVP. Well, especially after the way he played in game one. You know, when he first yeah. came back last round against the Clippers and he was kind of feeling, feeling through it, he was not shooting the ball well. I think you could have made a fair case Booker would be an MVP if they got and went to the finals but and won the finals. But now Paul has taken over. He's playing some of the best games of his career. He's the narrative guy. He's the best player on the court right now. I agree with you. If you find plus money, get it. Uh, but I, I think that it's pretty amazing that there's very little reaction to Giannis being back in terms of the line for this game. I mean, you would think his feet under him uh, maybe plays a little bit better, scores more. He didn't score much in game one. Uh, he goes, If right. he plays like himself, that should swing this game at least a little bit towards the Bucs. And yet the line is, is still, I, I think it's inflated towards the Suns. We've seen this again and again and again which um, is usually poor coaching with Budenholzer. The Bucks start off slow in series. They are 1-8 ATS in game once in the last nine playoff series. 1-8. So it wasn't a surprise what happened the other night. The only surprise was that Giannis was on the court. Uh, and we got that information very close to tip time. Uh, Middleton was just fine. If Middleton keeps playing like that, the Bucs will be fine. They're going to make this a long series. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but we're going to be talking about a, a series that's going to last a couple of weeks. I'm I'm making a couple of assumptions in this game, and that's dangerous. But um, I'm expecting the good Drew Holiday, the better Drew Holiday than what we saw. I 
Tough guy to figure out. Very tough. But if you're betting on the Bucks, that's what you're banking on. That uh, Drew Holiday is not going to miss 10 of his 14 shot attempts. I'm I'm betting on a healthier freak. It was He was a freak on Tuesday. I think he's going to be a freak again, and he'll look even better. I'm banking on the Bucks defense making some sort of adjustments. Hey, let's not get caught with switches with CP3 where uh, he, he's going up against Lopez or Portis, and he's going to pour in another 32 points like he did on Tuesday. And I, I thought it was comical the other night right after the game. But have we heard anything about CP3's hand? He was asked about it, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, there's clearly something going on there. Didn't impact him in that game, but I wonder if it will be an issue moving forward. But uh, I'm taking the points. I don't know that we're going to get back to that six, six and a half number since we know Giannis is going to be out there likely logging heavy minutes. But uh, I like the Bucs to cover tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm on that side too. And a couple things to, to go off what you said. Giannis. I don't think the Suns have an answer if he has a 35 or 40 point game, which he's probably going to have some of those in this series, assuming he's healthy. Like that, that's a, a an extra block of points that they can't make up. The other thing is the free throw discrepancy we talked about in game one. If that evens out, we're talking about a much closer game. And you mentioned Drew Holiday. So I was thinking about Drew, and and, and we'll mention this later when we go prop shopping for this game mm-hmm. tonight. But Drew Holiday had a tough shooting night in uh, game one. And if you look at his game logs in the playoffs, Basically, every time he's had a difficult time shooting the three ball, he bounces back the next game. He said the last four times he's had uh, one or zero made threes. He always bounces back with at least two in the next game. So he, he's had a track record here for the most part. He had one back-to-back tough uh, in the net series. But for the most part, when he has a tough shooting night, he's bounced back in a pretty good way. So he does it. This, this is what they – the Bucks are like this. Buttonholzers like this. It's like their, it's like their mantra. They stink for a game. We don't like them anymore. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're really actually good. So I'm, I'm expecting a closer game tonight and one that maybe we get a game that is, is very, very tight with a minute or so to go. Total of 219 and a half. A pair of high-scoring games, one of them going to overtime during the regular season. The numbers seemed about right the other day. It, it, just tracking it throughout, it's okay, pretty close. Uh, if you had which, whichever side you were on, you weren't quite sure until the very end. Uh, if that was going to be a winning winning or losing ticket for you. I don't have much interest. I think the number's about right. Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one to play because you, I, I could make a good case that we get better shooting from the Bucks. Giannis is better, and then the number, number for both teams just goes up. But it's not – like so once in a while it jumps out, you're like, wow, that's really low. I feel like wherever it goes tonight, game three might be the time to jump in on an over-under because it might it might correct itself too much, right? If it's, if it's a low-scoring game tonight, people are like, oh, it's going to be a low-scoring series. And then it could go the other way for a game three. These series prices, I'm going to keep hammering this home. If you're looking for some sort of value, if you want to bet on the Suns, take Chris Paul. Don't bet on the Suns, minus 290, minus 300. If you want to bet on the Bucks, take Giannis, plus 450, plus 500, instead of the Bucks, plus 230. There's no way the Bucks are coming back and winning this title unless Giannis is great and he's the story, hyperextended knee. The narrative is already there. Uh, we addressed this yesterday. It's it's either going to be CP3 or Giannis. If it feels like if you're going elsewhere, you're just wasting money. It is noteworthy that uh, there was some buzz. Like Charles Barkley was mentioning Drew Holiday. And I know some other people like Drew Holiday when he was 9-1 to one before the series started. After one game, finals MVP Drew Holiday is now 50-1. to one. Yeah, look, I mean, just look up at their NBA history. Guys like Drew Holiday don't win finals MVP. It just doesn't no. happen. 
Every once in a while, there's a Dennis Johnson and Andre Iguodala, but those are very rare circumstances. And, and, and specifically with Iguodala, he was guarding LeBron James, right? So that was a very unique circumstance that they gave him the award. Joe, the other thing that intrigues me here is if you feel like these teams are going to split the next two games, which I think is a pretty likely outcome uh, mm-hmm. that they each get one. If you feel that's going to happen, you could find it right now at, at almost even money. Suns minus 105 to lead the series after three games. That's an intriguing wager there. I don't think this goes 3-0. Uh, if you do somehow yeah. think the Bucks win tonight and then go home and win and the series flips, you get plus 275 on the Bucks to be up 2-1 after three games. Hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, here are your recent finals MVPs. LeBron, Kawhi, Durant, Durant, LeBron, Iguodala, our exception. Kawhi, LeBron, LeBron, Dirk, Kobe, Kobe. Do we need to keep going? <laughs> if you, unless you're Andre Iguodala, you're a top 20 player ever, top 25 player ever. That That's how you win the MVP. Yeah. finals. Well, people are still mad about that one. They They think the voters got it wrong. It was funny. Do you remember? Um, do you remember during that series, even though the Warriors won, there were people making the case for the losing team having the MVP, which is so silly. Well, the amazing part of that series was people were making the case for LeBron because he averaged like forty points a game in the finals. But on the other yeah. side, Iguodala won it because he held him to like forty percent shooting. He he did. He really yeah. did a good job, even though he averaged like he forty did. points a game. He did. I guess. I guess he's the MVP. <laughs> no. You know what? That was a mistake. But hey, we can make money on mistakes. Yes, we can. And yeah, that's that was really Steph Curry's MVP. Never got it. Never got one of those. Wow, isn't that something? That the Steph Curry, um, that angle reminds me of something uh, that uh, we heard yesterday about dynasties, right? Um, I I don't know if you consider that a dynasty. We were talking about the Lightning winning back-to-back championships. If we go back a few years, they also had the best record in the regular season, but they were bouncing the first round. But uh, dynasties in the NBA, it sounds like that is something that Adam Silver is not interested in. Take a listen to the NBA commissioner talking about the playoffs, the state of the league, and its future. I I don't say, for me, I see this as hopefully the end of it. of a transition for the league, not just post COVID, but as we're just by virtue of the teams that we saw in the conference finals, a real transition in terms of the league of the up and coming new stars, up and coming franchises, more parity throughout the league. Again, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be true to the data to make too large a point around one season, particularly one that may have been, that was so aberrational, but I at least say it looks like a very positive sign in terms of what the competition we're seeing around the league. Adam Silver, NBA commissioner yesterday. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio on the BetQL Network. Be careful what you wish for, Adam Silver. I don't know if they're going to obsess over the NBA Finals TV ratings like some will. Uh, they're going to be down. 
the fringe NBA fans that I talk to aren't really interested in this finals. We're, we're big fans. We bet on it. So we're going to be watching every second. Uh, we're not the people to talk to. Careful what you wish for. If it is a parody written league, if, if we take that turn, which I don't think we are, but we can start there. That's not good for the league. That's not how people became NBA fans. We won our villain. We loved it when we all hated LeBron when he made his first big move. The NBA's always had villains. And the villains are usually the most talented team, the team that, that's winning in the moment. Um, we need that team to hate the NBA, don't we? Yeah, we do. I, I heard that, and I wonder if there was a little reverse psychology there. Maybe he's convincing himself about something. The one thing yeah. I think is bad for basketball is the idea these teams don't have to try during the regular season. They just they have injuries. They sit out. They kind of just hang out until the postseason. And then because they're so talented, they could just go win a title. I do think that's like the product on a night to night basis. That's not good. Like these two teams, at least they tried during the regular season. They, they, they pushed. They wanted to have high seeds like they yeah. these are champions. Whoever wins the Suns or Bucks that have earned it like the Nets thing. If that team had won. That's more of the typical, like, hey, we have the three best players we're going to win. So I'm, I wonder if Silver is w worried about that because as much as we talk about the postseason and legacy and who watching the finals, I do think they have a problem on their hands, Joe, with the regular season. It doesn't matter anymore. There's a feeling. No. I don't have to pay attention to this. I'll wait to the postseason. The team with the best players will win. Maybe that, at least in this case, this year, it's not, right? The Nets got hurt. The Nets didn't win the finals. The Lakers got hurt. They didn't win the finals. I don't think this is great for the NBA long-term if Suns and Bucks are in the finals or teams like this, but I wonder what he's thinking. Maybe he's thinking bigger than just finals ratings. It's not quite college basketball, but it's knocking on the door, mm -hmm. right? And the, and the playoffs last so long. What is the motivation uh, to pay attention? And, and if you keep the current format that we had this year, everybody's in too. So you're kind of making it worse if that's your big concern. But you look at the dynasties, how I know he's not making the case, but if that's his thought process, the parody would be great. Dude, you're not the NFL. You're not. It doesn't matter with the NFL. And they have the team. They have a team. They, they're not a dynasty. I don't know if they will be, but there is the team that, okay, that's the big dog. We've got to take down the Chiefs. The only way another player has a chance at an MVP if is if Pat Mahomes miss most misses multiple games but it's great for the league it's great to have steph curry's warriors or mj's bulls that i grew up watching or the original big three uh with the celtics and the showtime lakers and uh for the bulls before that taking down the bad boy pistons that's everything that that's what made us fall in love with this league and it's been like that even before free agency. The, the, the league has always had these super teams. I mean, as I, my yes. favorite part is when people are like, oh, it started with the Celtics or the Heat. No, it did not. The Cel I mean, it, it started with the Celtics in the 80s. It started with the Celtics. And the super teams have always been part of the NBA. The one last thing I'll say, Joe, on this is about, yeah. you know, I, I do wonder if, if Silver and the NBA are worried about when, when it's time to pass the torch, the LeBron, Durant, Curry era. Who's the next guy? Like, it, at the end of this series, at least Booker, or Giannis will have a ring on their finger, right? Like when they put the marquee up on, on Christmas day, five years from now, who's leading, who's the game you're watching? Who's the player they're putting on? I don't know. I don't know where the league goes post LeBron Durant Curry for like, all right, he's the one Christmas day. We're putting his team's game on. I, I have no idea. I don't think they know. 
What was your favorite moment from the the Pistons Lakers 2004 NBA Finals? Pistons Lakers. I, I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like that is that really what you're hoping for with the Pistons right. in a one off? Right. Um, uh, to, to your point, there are young superstars, but are they marketable young superstars? Zion, we, but he hasn't won anything. He hasn't been to playoffs yet. Yeah. Are we going to go out of our way? So Giannis, two time MVP. There's no denying he's he's an elite of the elite and maybe he gained a lot of fans with uh, what we saw on Tuesday. We'll, we'll see moving forward, but how marketable is Giannis? And he's going to be doing this at a high level for a very long time. Luca is the next guy. So how marketable is Luca? Are people flocking to the TVs to watch Luca? Are they talking about Luca when they return to work? I think that's a big question. He's going to be great for the next 15 years. But a star of the league, face of the association, I don't think so. That's tough. And Silver's worried. Yeah. I guess. Uh, coming up next, we'll continue the NBA conversation and get some UFC picks from Reed Wallach of BetQL. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL.